The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. One day the Word came walking down the road On his way to Jairus' house And a certain woman with an issue of blood Heard that he was healing, doing good She said with her mouth If I can touch his clothes I know I will, I know I shall be Crowded through the crowd, ever so bold She touched him and she was made whole She laid hold on the word, she laid hold on the word And it worked for her, yes it worked for her She laid hold on the word, she laid hold on the word And it worked for her, she was made whole crowd who touched me who touched me he said the woman now healed trembling fell before him told him all the truth and what she did he said to her he called her daughter daughter your faith made you whole go It worked for her She laid hold on the word She laid hold on the word And it worked for her She was made whole She laid hold on the word She laid hold on the word And it worked for her Yes, it worked for her She laid hold on the word She laid hold on the word The ability of God is our heritage, believers. Acts 1 and 8, ye shall receive power or ability when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. God's ability is at our disposal. What an exciting thing to hear about. 1 John 4, 4, ye are of God, my little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he, that's the Holy Spirit, that is in you than he that is in the world. You see, we are of God. Our roots sink down into God. 
God's ability is our inheritance. Just as the roots draw the moisture out of the soil, so our roots in God draw his strength and vitality uh, to our disposal. God is not only with us, but he has become a part of us. He is in us. His nature is ours. It's a great thing to say today also. <laughs> it would help us to say over and over again during this day, God is in me. I said to say, God is in me. God's ability is mine. God's strength is mine. God's health is mine. God's success is mine. I'm a winner in God. I'm a conqueror in Christ, more than a conqueror. I'm a success because God's Holy Spirit, the greater one with his great ability, is in me. Praise God, we're a success because the word, we're laying hold on the word, and it's becoming real in our lives. We're walking in the word. Again, the thing to do, say over and over again today, God is in me. His word is in me. His ability is mine. God's strength is mine. You know, it's not our giving up, but it's our taking on and taking in the word. You know, it's one thing to be glad about uh, recognizing the word when it comes. I know that God's speaking to you. He's speaking to you right now, in other words. So I just believe you're sharp enough to know that. God's word is reaching out, and, and the word came down the road. In this case, came over the air, and, and you laid hold on the word. It's us enjoying this life in him, with him, because of God's word. Fellowshipping with him through his word, laboring with what one writer calls the man of the ages. The man of the ages. I like that. You've heard of the man of the hour, haven't you? Well, <laughs> this is the supernatural man of the ages, Jesus. And we have the use of his name all day today. I mean, I want you to know that if you didn't know that before now, that you can use his name all day today. And I'm talking about his name in prayer. You can go to the Father uh, in his name. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus and lay out your desire and your request before him. Uh, to, to circumstances that come against you, you can say, whatever that circumstance is, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you. Leave my presence. I will not be overcome because I have the world overcomer on the inside of me. Jesus' name it conquers. A conquering name, it's above every name. The name of Jesus can be used in the business world all day today, in the scientific world, in the um, home all day today, on the job, wherever you are. It can be used in every department of human endeavor. In my name, Jesus said, uh, it is actually as though the master himself were here on the scene when I'm using his name. His name he is his name. He backs his name. And he watches over his word to perform it on my behalf, on your behalf. Whatsoever you demand in my name, I will do it. And when we use that name, we bring Jesus Christ into actual contact with the problem we face. The source of all power is linked up with our lives and the problems that confront us. Well, uh, Jesus' power, the power of the Holy Spirit. Praise God, our job today is to shine the light on the mystery of the ages, and that's being unveiled as we listen right now, that we are in him, of him, he's in us, and we're going about and carrying on his work. What was his work? He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil, who were bothered by the devil, for God was with him. God's with us. You know, faith never rises above its confession. If we confess weakness, we confess failure, our shortcomings, then we destroy faith and we destroy the reality of faith. Then when we make 
our confession boldly that our diseases were laid on Jesus. How do we know that? Because we've been reading the Bible. We've been reading it one time, two times, three times, four times. We've been meditating God's word. We hold fast to our speech and confession. Well, that brings God's ability on the scene. That's right. Sometimes lack of knowledge will hinder us from making a bold confession. That's usually it. Why aren't more people making bold confessions? It's a lack of knowledge. We do not act on the word beyond our knowledge. Faith grows with our understanding of God's word, of his nature, of his uh, character. Lack of knowledge of our redemption, and when we don't know who we are in Christ, of our redemptive rights, this brings uh, unbelief on the scene and, and, and causes it to grow. Lack of understanding of what the new creation really means and what it actually is hinders our faith life. This is why Paul, and this is a paraphrased version of what he said, but he was really praying there in uh, Ephesians and Colossians and Philippians. He was really in uh, several lines of his prayer led to this subject. Uh, show this person or show these people what it really means to be a new creature. Show them, really, he said, that the eyes of their understanding may be enlightened, that uh, they may know the height, the depth, the length and breadth of your love and power toward them and all the saints in light. Yes, that we be illumined in the inner man, that our minds uh, be renewed to who we are in Christ. Many people uh, don't know that they have eternal life. They think of themselves as being saved from sin. Many people are not God inside minded. Lack of understanding of our place in Christ and Christ's place in our lives, lack of understanding of righteousness, uh, what it is and what it gives, holds us and a lot of people in bondage. Uh, that's probably one of the biggest things that holds people in bondage, not knowing really what righteousness means, that we have been made as we receive Jesus, wasn't through an act of goodness on our part, we said, Jesus, come into my heart or I believe in my heart that you're the Christ, the Son of God. I receive you as my Lord, or whatever expression it was. We might just said, oh, God, save me. You know, those that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whatever expression, when he came in, and he did when we called on him. When I called, when you called, he came in. And, and there was, in effect, a new birth of the human spirit. We became born again, and we became righteous at that very moment. Righteousness means... Uh, well, a standing, for instance, but it's also, it means uh, our ability to stand in the presence of God with no inferiority complex. Didn't have to back up to the Lord to pray. No, <laughs> like one fellow said, he said, I've worked hard enough this week. I don't have to back up to get my paycheck this week. I can go face the boss, take out my hand, because I know that I've done the job. <laughs> he knew he was in right standing because of what he'd done. Well, our righteousness comes because of what Jesus has done. It's not even matter what we've done, but it's what Jesus has done. And when we know that we are the righteousness of God in Christ, and I know a song that you could get on recording and listen to it over and over and over and then begin to sing it over and over and over. It's called, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. It'd be good for you to do that. When we know what we are in Christ, that we're the righteousness of God in Christ, then we step out of the narrow place of failure and weakness in which we have lived, and we step out into the boundless fullness of God. You know, usually we think somebody's crazy if they step out beyond where we are. Lack of understanding of our legal right to use the name of Jesus holds us in bondage, 
gives us a sense of weakness so we don't ask for things big. We don't do big things. We're not ready to do big things. But when we know what that name will do in our lips, then we can defeat Satan and his trappings and enjoy victory. Many failures uh, happen because of just a lack of understanding about confession. Yes, I said confession. Our faith keeps pace with our confession. I just believe in speaking it out and watching the Lord bring it to pass. We're held in bondage because we lack understanding about acting on the word. This lady in Mark 5, she laid hold on the word. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls.